I love BJ's. BJ does such a great job. I love having BJ around. <laughs> <laughs> He's very BJ, responsive. BJ's, BJ's are amazing. Most responsive people I've ever worked with. I worked with a guy named Bruce Franzen, whose initials were BF. And one day we were talking about people's initials, and I said, well, at least my initials are not BF. He said, what's the matter with BF? Boyfriend, best butt friend, butt fuck <laughs> was what, what I whispered out loud in the office, and he went running and screaming down the hall like, "Oh my God, what a horrible thing for a person to say!" I can't believe Have he you just never said heard that. the phrase "bfe." Like he never had heard it. Yeah, it was like he had never heard it before. So, which has gone out of favor, it seems. What has gone out of favor? Bfe Egypt. Oh. I don't think I've heard anybody say that in a long time. Yeah, I know. It, as you probably noted, this guy from Lithuania is sometimes a real shooter and sometimes mm -hmm. quite an oozer. It's mm -hmm. like a lava flow. Mm. Yeah. Did that meme get made? It did. And it did. did it get, does he, has he seen oh, it? Oh, yeah, he's got it. Oh, yeah, wow. He likes okay. a lot. All right. And uh, would probably, periodically, if we could send him one, if I could figure out how to do it, okay. then then teach me how to fish. Okay, yeah, I'll teach you how to fish so you can have fish, so you can eat forever. Yeah. Or you could just ask me to work a miracle. <laughs> we'll take it out in trade. In nomine patriotrili experiencia sanctus, hoc est enim corpus meum. That, that was a Great. mouthful. It was Latin for it. That's part of the Latin mass. I hope all of this is being recorded. It is, and we'll use some of this at the beginning. Banter, we have is, not, banter is just great. We have not had the actual beginning yet, so. Bada bing, bada boom. Like sands through the hourglass, these are the gay days of our lives. I'm Tom, speaking from the middle. I'm Daniel, speaking from the right. And I'm Carl on the left. Okay. Do you have your earbuds in correctly? Are you hearing yourselves in the right ear, in the correct ear? Yes. Okay, good. I am. Okay, good. Nobody at home cares about that. When was the last time we did this? It's been over a week, maybe two weeks? I believe it was before Thanksgiving, actually. Before Thanksgiving? I believe I so. It was Wednesday before. The Wednesday right before. before, okay. So this is this is a good two weeks anyway, mm -hmm. so maybe but three. But then we announced that, so it's no surprise that there's been a gap. No, that, that should there's be been true. Major League Sports, I mean, there's all kinds of things have, have preempted us. One of our fans did write to me and say, when's the next podcast? So here you go. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> okay, then. Have here, you had people asking it you? Is in all its glory. <laughs> Oh, and before I before we go any further, we're going to say hello to our friend John, who was here and learned about our podcast and listened to it in his car on the way back to Los Angeles. Oh, very nice. And his observation was, I have it on my phone somewhere, but I, I believe I can recall it. I enjoy... The interplay of the generations between Daniel and Tom slash Carl. <laughs> so, and it's I, a, it, go ahead. It's an interesting perspective. Yeah, it is. And it's a thing that we've talked about on and off the air. And in fact, uh, just 
a few days ago, you were telling us, being frank with us, not on the air, but just as an aside, about this older versus younger, this dichotomy, mm-hmm. and what are the, what are some of the pitfalls of that? Are there pitfalls? Depends. Yeah. It depends. Pick one. Pick one. Um, <laughs> I would say the age difference in friendships, relationships, um, are are essential, I think, because it brings a different perspective to life. My life experience are different from yours, and yours are different from mine, and we're able to discuss those openly and honestly with each other. Carl? Well, let's see. Last week when I was helping with the plants, uh, slinging earth, uh, you had told me what the ideal would be for you, what you were really looking for. And I think as long as you understand how that perfect world would look, that helps give you an indication of where you're going to go. Yep. And how then to approach it with the other members of that little universe of yours. Well, if you don't want to talk about this, we'll cut this part out, but you were being uh, pretty frank about the... Go ahead. Do you know what okay. I'm talking about? I think you know I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking Do about. Do you want to go there or not go there? No, we can go there. Okay. Because I, I don't think... But I, I won't use names. No, no, no. No. So, uh, so yes. I, so I'm in a relationship with an older gentleman, um, about 30 years older than I am. And he recently went to the doctors, and there's a scare of um, his PSA levels. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with PSA, it's a prostate-specific antigen. And um, usually when those are high levels, it's an indicator of possible prostate cancer. So I made a comment, like maybe it, you know, so they put him on some medications, and he said, maybe we need to take a break from punching the monkey. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm all for that because you're going through this. I want to make sure that you're okay and healthy and well. But at the same time, I, I still have those desires. And it's a conversation I even haven't had with him yet, but it's, uh, it's, it's probably inevitable. There's going to come a time when he doesn't want to engage in sexual activity, and I'm still 30 years younger than him. So I, I still do. And we need to <clears throat> figure out you know, I don't want to hurt his feelings and either opening the relationship or not, you know, it's something I'm willing to um, sacrifice for, for the relationship. Wow. Well, now that you have a fancy fancy sling and <laughs> your backyard that and, and a platform uh, to fit you both yes. or whoever, you know, to raise you up. Yes. Uh, that might wind up being something that there that attracts three ways where you're all involved. Mm-hmm. We went through a period of several years of three ways, and periodically, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hot and heavy, or um, short and sweet, or whatever. Mild to wild. Yeah, and we both introduced people to it, uh, and uh, it was not always perfect. Yeah, sometimes it did. Sometimes the 
intended third member was not acceptable to all three. And when that happens, then it can't proceed. Yeah. But it gives you a wider array of how you can address the issues that you have to live with. I think what's going to eventually end up happening just in the relationship dynamics between me and my partner is I think he's going to be the, the don't ask, don't tell. Like, if you want to still have sex, that's fine. I don't want to know about it. Just, you know, if I'm if I have plans to do dinner, don't blow off dinner to go and have sex with someone else. I think that's kind of the direction it's going to head. When was this test number that he produced uh, for you? Probably about two, three weeks ago. Two or three weeks. And so, but nothing has really, have things sort of cooled off or has the activity level dropped off as a direct result of that test? Yes. Okay. But as so, if you're asking if I've had sex in the last three weeks, it said no. No, no, I, I didn't. I, that was not how I meant the question. I only meant it between you and your partner. Has that changed? And the, the answer to that was yes. I wasn't asking about what else you're doing. That was not my question. Well, what and what is the next thing that's going to happen? Are they? Is he take, taking some kind of medication? Or? Yeah, he's okay. just on some medication, and he'll go back at the beginning of January to see if the level has changed. Get a new number. Yeah. So he goes back. The number drops back down into a, yeah, some kind of range. That's an interesting question. I've thought about that. The number. He he's not a sexual person. He's not as a, like as much of a sexual person as I am. Even before this Even before. number. And, oh. and that's just something going into the relationship that we've accepted, and it's worked out great for us. Because I'm not that like hypersexualized myself. You're not? No, but I... Are you sure? <laughs> Have you checked lately? <laughs> I mean, I do like sex, but... How do you, you know, determine that? <laughs> I don't know. It works. Well, it I think works. over this, uh, the overlay for all of this is the larger social distancing, quarantining, mm-hmm. uh, all, stay six feet away from people that is pervasive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot live a day without going through all of that, masking alone. You're right. You know, so with all of that, I think that intimacy is taking a huge hit this mm-hmm. year. And where is that going to leave us? Is this is this ever going to stop? Are they are they going to they? Who's they? Will it be mandated or insisted that this continue for months? And probably, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll go back to saying they. What are they trying to do to us? And I don't mean gay people who want to have. Like Play the, sex. The government. I'm talking about whoever, whoever these entities are, all the people, hetero and gay, who are all being walled off from each other. I get. I agree. But if you look yeah. at like the whole like pandemic dynamics, yeah. like crime, violent crime has decreased significantly during these stay-at-home orders. Okay. Like I, I'm all for it then. Uh, petty crime has also decreased. But what about domestic violence? I know. Yeah. That, I think that went up. I think yeah, it has. You're they, right. They're kind of not wanting to go there, but I think... Uh, this has been reported, though. It yes. has. You have seen it? It has. Yeah. NPR had a piece on it last week. Hmm. And 
they're they're one who will address all these hard issues that we don't hear about. You don't mm-hmm. hear about that on the local news. You certainly do not hear that on the local news. No. But they will they will give the entire segments to address the issue. Good for them. Now you had your you had to have your car worked on. Yes. What happened? Tell us about that. Uh, the door was off the hinges. So literally, I, yeah. the door was literally off the hinges. So I had to go and get it rehinged, which was great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you came unhinged and yes. you've been rehinged, um, and so here you are again. Here I am. Yeah, driving that car all over the place now. Is that the one you have? Did you drive that today? Yes, just now? Okay, yes, good. And opening, closing, opening, closing, ka-clunk, ka-clunk. Does it have the same sound it used to, or does it sound a little different? No, it sounds about the same, but okay. I just need to use a little more force. You do have to use more. Yeah. Because it's still maybe half latching and not. No, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. It has to wear itself in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you're also having a similar problem with your gate at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if there's any welders out there, are there any mobile welders out there who can come and <laughs> Fix s- gate. slap a piece of iron on Daniel's slot? <laughs> <laughs> Think of it Which that way. sounds that that's already happened. Maybe it has, yeah, yeah. So I get an interesting topic. What's that? Let's talk about gays during the holidays. Yeah. It's unfortunately a time of uh, loneliness. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on that? Because there are people that can't go home for the holidays, not just because of the pandemic, but because of their sexuality. Mm-hmm. They're no, no longer welcome or, you know, for various other reasons. At other t- in other years, when we might know someone who would be sitting all alone, we would call them and ask them if they wanted to join us for a holiday. Okay. And sometimes they would. Uh, but I would, am happy to report that many times they said, oh, I've already been invited. Somebody else that I know has invited me. So the idea that these lonely people are all out there being lonely, not necessarily. They figure out ways, even without help from me or you, they find somebody to be with. So that's great. Stuff, yeah, yeah, right. Now, this year is, is different. Mm-hmm. We know that it's probably quite different. And I don't have an answer other than... Well, <laughs> what I've been saying is, I hope everybody's happy. Yeah. In my most dripping, sarcastic way, <laughs> that we brought ourselves to this point, and now nobody has any way to fix this. Other than try, try, you have to try. You can't give up, which I'm kind of doing, but I have to smack myself in the face and say, do not give up, do not crawl in a little hole, which is where I've been. Okay. For the last few weeks, I, I'm quite withdrawn and unhappy, and I'm having a lot of trouble fixing it. And that's why I'm here. Good. I, I feel like my purpose in life is to spread love and happiness. It's and working. As long as you're sitting here, it's working. I, the minute you walk out the door and go back home, very soon it spirals right back down I, again. I, I And I had this kind of epiphany while I was at work the other day. I'm working, working, working. And I, I enjoy what I do. It's fun. I get to meet very interesting people. But I really think, like, that's why I'm put here on this earth. Like, when I'm able to help people, wow. for example, my my junk guy, he's going through a real hard time right now because he's self-employed. People, like, aren't contacting him to 
do junk removal and all this kind of stuff. And his car just broke down. So now he's renting a car daily to do work. And so that just increases his overhead. And so what I did was I, I, you know, have him for jobs at least once every other week at my house just to get rid of junk. I, I have that much junk. Mm. <laughs> He's coming how often? About once every other week. Okay. Just, you know, and it's either like old furniture that I just need to get removed or it's not big jobs, but they're little. It's th- ongoing. Though. Yeah, it's ongoing. And so, um, so I, so I was out there with him, you know, I helped him load some junk in the, the back of his truck and just started talking to him. And he, uh, asked, I, well, I asked him, I said, how much does it cost to rent this thing a day? He, he rattled off the numbers, insurance, gas, da, 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 da. And so I just said, and then I went inside and got him a check just so, you know, if that's one less thing that he could pay. Mm-hmm. And so that he could make money for the next day. So I paid for one day of his, um, of his car, car rental, rental his wow. truck rental, because I, and then he's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to do this. But I, I told him like, that's why I'm here. I, I have money that I can give you. Mm-hmm. And if that's going to help you, you know, help others, I'm all for it. Wow. Yeah. Well, Blake and Laurie, who lived next door, who are that just, consummate humanitarians they've spent their yeah. entire lives uh, doing good deeds yeah. for other people um, are finally after 20 years putting a small addition on their house they have a father son who's doing it for them through the length of lock there right now and that's going to be quite a lengthy project there was mm-hmm. the fortings the foundation uh, uh, molds for steps and mm-hmm. all kinds of things so um, they continue through this to show the best of what a human being can be to yeah. another one. Yeah, and just love and kindness yeah. and help people when you can help them. It was at their house where the ceremony for the 20-year-old cat who had died yeah. was held. How was that, by was, the way? It was quite moving. It was very cold. It was right before the coldest night we've had. Um, but there was a, a big fire. Um, Blake is part Cherokee, and Lori is Jewish. Okay, so... So they both have got this deep-seated faith in, in worlds. Um, so Blake, using his Cherokee uh, rituals, uh, was lighting the fire and taking care of the fire. Lori had put together all these, uh, a number of uh, sticks, uh, incense sticks. Do do cats play a vital role in Cherokee or Jewish religion? Well, uh, the cat was named Guhe, which I thought was a Hebrew name all these years, and uh, learned that night that it was a Cherokee name and means bobcat. Oh, really? Because I because cat appeared so much like bobcat. Because this is the first time I've ever heard of a memorial for a cat. I know. It was quite something to see the cats buried in their back backyard yeah. where it's also fenced. So they're moving into their yard and moving more into their own lives together because the border, the border has been severed pretty mm-hmm. much. So whatever they were doing down there um, has pretty much come to an end because f- for the same reason that COVID is everywhere and you simply do not want to uh, interact. Do you know anything about 
the border wall continuing post-Trump? Well, there's a lot out there being talked about, and part of it is that there are these contracts that have been secured, these lucrative contracts. Uh, and if they're severed, then part of the severance is a severance pay. So they're talking about um, will it be $13.7 billion to continue, or will it be $1.7 billion to pay off the contract? I think, well, that's easy math to do. Mm-hmm. It certainly is for a thinking, sensitive person. So we'll see. That'll be the test. That'll be a really good first test to see. It will be. Are they willing to will walk away, cave? write a right. check, and say, fine, go away and don't ever come back. Here's your money to mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, Most the first thing they have to do is shut down the, the abandonment of private lands along the Rio Grande Valley. These are, many of them are Hispanic families who have been there for generations, uh, going back to when Texas was a republic. Um, and they've got that, that rich uh, river bottomland there. Um, and the, those are the lands that have been uh, put under the gun mm-hmm. to be seized by the federal government. That would be first. Yeah. Because they've already done the damage to Oregon Pipe and uh, Dos Cabezos and all of these. A good Guadalupe Canyon has just been ruined. This is. Co- I'm. We're going to stop here. If there's a dead silence, is because I'm taking a picture of the three of us for the first time. Oh, uh, to try to find you, a yeah. way to get okay, there. Okay, let me sit up straight then. And Daniel, if you can lean, yeah, more toward crawl. That's, I think that's going to help. Here we are. Get everybody. Thanks for bearing with us while we took a picture. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get the picture onto the podcast page, but I'll say this. If well, you send... Link. No. It can't I, I don't know how to do that. Gay days of our lives at gmail.com. That's exactly what I'm going to ask. Anybody who wants to see a picture of us, send an email to gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. I will reply with the picture attached. So, how about we... And I think I'm also going to put it on Instagram. So if anybody is following Thomas Higgins 552 on Instagram, that's me, Mm -hmm. and I will put this on there. Daniel, you're on Instagram. Correct. What do they, where do they find you on Instagram? No, don't. We're, I forget what that is. It's not important. Carl, you're not on Instagram. I am not. No, no. okay. You keep pushing me in that direction. But no, I'm not. I play this still. No. If you want to be on Instagram, fine. If you don't. Yeah, you need one more social platform to manage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're not busy. I have all I can do with my blog page. I've, I've all but shut that down for now because I've been reading through and it's so poorly edited that I can't allow others to see it yet oh so it's out there but piece by piece i have to go through reread and get things set because many things i put up quite hurriedly Hmm. uh during these the the murder and the wash and those kind of reporting things were just hastily done and there were things that that affected me quite 
deeply a rattlesnake out front and good grief you know so those things I just kind of pushed in and now that I've had time to look back I think oh holy cow this is just horrible you can't put this out there for the public to read did you completely delete the ones no yeah no you you don't delete them. You simply put them back in draft form, and then you can edit from the draft form, yeah. and then put them publish back it, to yeah. republish. So it's I do it piece by piece. By and large, it's open, but pieces come and go. Now, a week from today is Christmas Eve, and I really haven't made any plans. I don't really... I say I don't care. I care, but I don't care. Daniel, do you know what you're going to do a week from today on Christmas Eve night? You guys open presents on Christmas Eve night? You know, I think this year we're actually going to take things a little more slowly hmm. by not getting together. At all? I don't think we're going to get together. Oh, okay. Yes, I think that's going to be kind of the th- rule of thumb for this whole thing. And do you know where that phrase came from? Rule of thumb. No, I sh- don't think I do. It was a matter of, of British law. British law. That if the bruise on a woman's body inflicted by her husband was no larger than a thumb, it didn't count as abuse. I've never heard this. This goes back how far? Henry VIII, back then. What a guy. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> he's, even, he's even weirder than we thought. <laughs> Yes, let me measure that bruise for you. That doesn't count. So on Christmas Day, a week from tomorrow, are you going to have any kind of a meal or? No, no. I don't, I don't think we're going to do anything actually. Not, I not think either day. Yeah, not okay. either day. I may go see the partner, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Very low key, and I think that if there's one real benefit to this whole thing, that it's taking out these high, high points. I mean, this the franticness of the holidays. Oh. I don't sense it. I don't feel oh, it. People okay. are doing things. I was at Target the other day uh, to get a few things. I won't go back because I just don't want to go out there amongst people that don't know. Right. I've got my own little a circle, and mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Like go to work at Brian's and Christmas there. We all know each other. Right. But as far as just lining up six feet apart from total strangers, no, thank no, you. No, thank you. You actually bought a gaggle of frozen game hens today. Yes, yes, a whole flock. And we're going to take those to Burke's house. He's going to prepare them, and we will go there on Friday afternoon. He has a big table, and we sit. For Christmas. Right. Yes. Okay. So a week from tomorrow. The hands, right. He's providing the cooking and the, um, the host. Very hosting nice. of it. Now, before we started, I'm not sure we got this at the beginning in the pre-roll part of the prologue show. You were Say talking, that ten times fast. Yeah, pre-roll prologue part of the show. Pre-roll prologue part of the show. That's as fast <laughs> as I can possibly go. Uh, you said you'd been watching uh, some movies at home, and what was your uh, observation or your question about them? Yeah, I've been watching a little pornography. Yeah. <laughs> and you noticed uh, a continuum. Can you describe that continuum for us? This will be the end. This will be the last thing <laughs> so we'll do today. So are you a shooter or are you an oozer? Hmm. 
In porn, they actually have both. Yes, I they do. Think that, I would think shooters would be the only thing that would go for. No, 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 not at all. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, no, I, I saw great. both, and yeah. they put them in the same movie. These lava flows. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the level of arousal. You think? Yeah. Hmm. So, personally, I'm a oozer and a shooter. Depending on the... the level of arousal. Okay. Well, you, is it also you shoot first and ooze later? No. No, okay. No, no, no. It's... I've, seen, I've seen those happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the stimulation of the prostate gland itself? If there's been some mechanical stimulation of it, will that affect whether it's an ooze or a Probably, shoot? Probably, I okay. imagine. Okay. But you're not going to, you don't want to discuss... <laughs> So, no, I don't typically engage in prostate massage, okay. but I have in the past. And Do you think so, it makes a difference? Yeah, I think okay. it does, definitely. Right. Okay. So I, uh, I, I went to go get a massage with a happy ending, and the masseuse, like, he went straight for it. Mm. Like, he, he was a professional and didn't want to yeah. waste time. No. He, he went for the prostate, and within seconds, I was, I was shooting. Okay. He had other people in the waiting room. <laughs> yeah. I hate to rush you, but the but, clock is chiming. No, he, yeah. he knew how to do it, though. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. it, but I, 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 hope so. I would imagine yeah. he, you know, he wanted to expedite the process. Mm-hmm. And uh, had there been no prostate stimulation, it would have taken... Longer. Several more minutes, yeah. Okay. There is. Well, we've killed a half an hour, and I thought it was going to be hard. I really was, I was dreading this, because I had, I really had no idea what we were going to talk about. I wasn't in any mood to talk, and you came over, Daniel, and lightened brightened me up and lightened me up and so here we are with a half an hour under our belt and which wouldn't have happened if you hadn't said let's do a podcast yeah i said this morning let's do yeah. it i got the time you got the yeah. time l is for the way you look at me o is for the only one i see d is very very extraordinary e is even more than you adore Bada bing, bada boom.